you guys. Welcome to another episode of PSA. I'm your host, Molly Lee, and I am so excited that you would join me for the 50th episode, which is nuts. We should have hit this a long time ago, considering how weeks work in a year, and uh, considering I've done this podcast for over a year, but you know, I like to take breaks. I like to just chill out, so I'm really excited that we've hit 50 episodes. Feels like a big milestone. Thanks for hanging with me, Um, and I'm excited for today's episode. If you look at the title, you will know that I've been born again in Jesus Christ, our holy Lord and Savior. Um, I mean, that's true, but that's not what this podcast is about. I wanted to do a reintroduction because I have not done this since last year when I started the podcast in August of 2020. But even if you've been along since the beginning, even if you know me in real life, don't tune out. Just hang hang along for the fun. Maybe you forgot some things about me. And at the very end of this episode, I'm going to answer some questions that were asked a few weeks ago now on my Instagram story of just like some rapid fire get to know me questions or what do you want to know my opinion on. Um, I wanted to do something else with it, but I thought this is the perfect time to add it into an episode for people to get to know me better. But the main reason why I'm doing a reintroduction is because, well, one, we have a lot of new listeners because of Movie Club, which is amazing. And two, I got a job. Guys, I got a job. Your girl is back employed, not just by herself, not just doing freelance. She got a job. I'm very excited about it. And I, I've worked for these people before. I love them. I know them. I'll, I'll get into it more in a second. Um, but really there was kind of a lapse of like, obviously there, there are people that don't know me and I just thought it would be hilarious if they start to do some research and they wander upon this random podcast and then see an episode about a reintroduction and they click on it. (laughs) So if you're snooping out there and you're trying to get to know me, never bring this up in person because I'll get kind of cringe and awkward about it just kidding. I don't care. But all of this to say, I'm so excited about this new job. I wasn't like actively, actively looking for a job. I had kind of just started preparing myself that like I knew I did want to get a job again and not just do freelance all the time. If you didn't know, I've been doing freelance podcast editing, social media strategy for people, and kind of consulting on the side. Just there there were lots of random different jobs that I did, and it's been the most fun year and a half of my life. But because of my depression and history with anxiety, I just know it's best for me to be around people and I just wanted to start making money again and not just like barely surviving, you get it? So all of that to say, I had I had prepared myself that I did want to start looking for a job and then as soon as I was in that place, this, this just kind of fell in my lap in the most random ways. It was like a joke and accidental and then as I started talking to these people more and they started talking to me, both of us were like, wait, are you interested? And like, are you interested in me? And they were like, are you interested in the job? So it was kind of funny and it went very, very quickly. So really in the span of like a week and a day or so, (laughs) the first conversation was had. I had an interview. I got a call this morning, this morning being Tuesday morning when I'm recording. I accepted the job and my first day is tomorrow, which is today for you, Wednesday, 
<laughs> so it all happened very quickly, needless to say, but I'm so excited about it. And I just need you to know that my first stipulation with this job was I asked questions about the podcast. I was like, are you expecting me to stop this podcast? Because that's not going to happen. These are my people. I love them so much. This is my outlet. I need it. I need to vent. I need to rant all of this stuff. And they they know me. They they know about the podcast. They listen to the podcast. So shout out to my new boss. Love you. Um, and so it, they know, they know this side of me and they don't want me to stop this. They have no intention of me stopping this. So I'm so excited about it. But like I said, they know about you guys. We've, we've put some boundaries up so that to ensure that the podcast isn't going to suffer. Um, and knowing that this is such a creative outlet for me and it's my favorite thing that I get to do. Um, I'm also saying this to remind my boss who listens to the podcast that this has happened and I'm speaking it out. So this podcast will not die on my honor, it will not die, okay? Back to the, back to the regularly scheduled programming. Um, I'm a little scattered brain tonight because it's very late and this is going to, like I said, be a reintroduction into me, gonna remind people about who I am, my life, and then I gotta get to sleep because I got a big day of work tomorrow and I'm so excited about it. So, like I said, I asked some questions a few weeks ago on my podcast. That's going to be at the end. And even if you've been around, like I said, for the podcast since the beginning or you know me, this is just like a refresher course into who I am. There have been so many new people that have come along on the journey over the past year and month or so, 15 months, 13. How does math work? I guess 13 months. It's only been 13 months. Okay. I'm not that dumb. So for the over the last 13 months, lots of new people have joined in and I just thought this would be really great to do a reintroduction, tell people about myself. For the new people at my work that might be creeping on me, this is just like an easy way to do it. I'm giving you all the tea and all the information right here. And if you listen to previous episodes, first of all, don't because I don't want you to know that stuff about my life. <laughs> Second of all, you're going to get it all here. So just pretend that I'm an angel and I'm not a chaotic, dysfunctional, degenerate human being. Okay, so here we go. The first important thing that I ask anyone when I get to know them is about their family, because I'm so close with my family and I truly believe that you cannot understand people outside of the context of their family. So I'm the youngest of three. I have an older sister and an older brother. My brother's married and I love my sister-in-law so much. Um, my sister and I are only 14 months apart, so we were raised like twins our whole lives, which is really great. But Mitchell and Lexi and I, we are all very close. My parents, I'm very close with them. They've been my roomie since May when I moved back from Dallas, but we'll get into that a bit later. So all you need to know about me, which explains a lot of my personalities, I followed my siblings to college because what else does a younger sibling do? So we all went to Texas Tech University from our small town of Albany, Texas, where we're all from. And huge Red Raiders love, like, if, if you've been around for even like one weekend of college football, you've seen, you've seen the trash talk, you've seen me lose my mind, you've seen me get angry, like there's no rationality when it comes to my love for tech and tech athletics. So that's uh, a little scary. It's something that you need to know about me to know what you're getting into. Um, but overall, my time at tech was amazing. I ended up studying community, family, and addiction sciences, and I went on to get my master's degree in addiction and recovery counseling. Obviously, I'm not using my master's degree because I choose to be an idiot on the internet for a living. My parents are very proud about that. So 
all that said, don't go to college. No, I'm kidding, guys. I'm kidding. Don't listen to that advice. So after college, I moved back to Abilene, Texas, which is right outside of Albany, and started working for my church there, worked with youth and children's ministries for a couple years. Then I moved to Dallas, made the big, big city girl move to DFW, and um, worked for a nonprofit there. It drove me to the brink of insanity. I think that's fair to say. I'm checking in mentally with what my friends would say, and they would all agree. I was severely depressed. Um, There was just so much happening in my life. I had had a history of depression, but never addressed it, and it quadrupled while I was in this job for a lot of different reasons, not just the job, obviously. There's, we don't have to get into it. There's personal choice, whatever, but there were so many things that were happening severely depressed. So I went into a deep quarter-life crisis. And I'm talking about the type of quarter-life crisis that like shocks people in your hometown when they hear about it. And they're like, is she okay? So I quit my job. I started therapy, started this podcast. Around that same time, I had had, well, earlier than this, but this led to a lot of it. I had had a, a video or two go massively viral on the internet and kind of turned my life upside down because no one tells you how to adjust to waking up to a lot of followers and people expecting a lot from you. Um, And so it's still a mental game because as much as I say the internet's not real, it is very much real in the sense that it has real life implications. So that's still something that I'm figuring out, to be honest, every day. Um, But it's it's been a very, very fun life and a very, very fun past like year and a half of my life. So I went on a road trip, like did the the classic hair change up, you know, all the things that really indicate that someone's going through a lot. But out of that, like I said, I started therapy and started this podcast. So that was in August of 2020. And I just expanded the podcast again in September to two episodes a week. And we launched a movie club. So movie club, just like a book club, but way more fun. We watch movies together. We talk about it. We share our thoughts. We rank it. It's an absolute blast. I love movies and television so much. So it truly is a dream come true. And now I'm back in my hometown of Albany, Texas. I moved back in May and have been here throughout the summer and into the fall now. And it's exactly what I needed. So trust your gut. Lean into your gut. Pray about it. Talk to your people that know you. And just trust that even if it seems like the crazy decision that at the end of the day, you know what's right for you and that your people will be able to encourage you in that. Um, And it has been the best decision for me because I've been searching for this kind of peace and joy for a long time. And it doesn't just come with, you know, a situational move. It also has come from the work that I've decided to do and the questions that I've decided to answer and fight through while I've been back home and in a safe place. But I can honestly say that I am the happiest and most content and most excited about life that I have been in probably the last six years. So things are just like going really swimmingly in my life right now. And I know if if your life feels very bleak, it's like disgusting to hear someone else say that. Trust me, I know because I've been in that place for, for the past six years. But it does get better and I think no matter how much that feels like poison when you are in a bad spot and you hear that, it you have to remind yourself of the truth that not every day in a really dark season is a bad day. You do have wins and you do have joy and I want to be able to celebrate what I feel now knowing that it's not promised and that like difficult times inevitably are on the horizon. So 
I'm really freaking happy right now and life has just been good. So that's kind of the breakdown about me. Some things personally that I love, I love throwing an over-the-top party and hosting people and just being the most all the time. It's the most fun to me. I love tailgating and college football that it's a huge part of my personality in a disgusting way. I just went and saw Harry Styles for the fourth time last weekend. Yeah, I said the fourth time. It's a lot. Let's not talk about it. But I went and saw Harry Styles and the whole the whole time I was at the concert, I was checking on scores um, of all the games that were being played on Saturday. So that's fun. And what else do I love? I love movies and TV, like I said. I love talking about them, giving my trash opinions on things that don't matter. It's one of the simple joys of my life. I love Jesus. I love comedy. I love traveling. Those are all like the basic, you know, things that people say. And I, like I said, I love judging things and hating things. To me, it's fun, the norm, all the lighthearted, happy things. So guys, I don't really hate things, but I do. I'm just trying to make myself sound better since potentially new, um, co-workers and listeners are listening to this. So that's a lot about me. PSA was birthed from me wanting to have a creative outlet, me also wanting to just be able to talk to people about life on the internet and about anything ranging from my day-to-day life to counseling to comedy to personal stories to talking about my faith. I mean, there are no limits here and I know that drives some people crazy because they want a really like structured podcast where they know what they're getting. This might not be the podcast for you because I literally just talk about my life. Sometimes I do really topical shows with my friends. Um, It is solely a creative outlet for me and the day that I lose that focus and I start trying to just cater to other people is the day that um, I shouldn't be doing this podcast anymore. I love this podcast and I love everyone that listens and I'm so grateful for it because it is genuinely, I don't think people believe me when I say it, but I say it all the time. This is my favorite thing that I get to do. It brings me so much joy to sit down and talk to no one in my room. Like, (laughs) I talk to myself for hours and it's, it's weird when you think about it, but it truly is the joy of my life and I love it so much. So, that's, that's been, um, yeah, that's been what's going on. We've we've grown as a community so much over the last uh, 13 months, like I said. It has been so much fun, and I just feel like I have a lot of internet besties, and it's the best time ever. And you guys know what I love, and you know what I hate, and we just get to talk about it all the time. So that's a blast. I think that's really all you need to know about me. Um, that feels like enough information. I mean, if you need to know anything else or want to know anything else, just like DM me and I'll let you know. So I love to have a good time. Like I said, I love being a degenerate. I love seeing the way that comedy and fun times bring people together. And I just love being a buffoon all the time. It's it's my favorite. So I'm going to move now. This is going to be a short and sweet episode today because it's just a little introduction, give you a little taste into my life and guys, I got to go to sleep because I got a big day of work tomorrow, my first day. So the questions that I was asked, I wrote a lot of them down and they're all very funny. So I'm just going to try to rifle through these. So mortal enemy was my first one. I don't know if they were announcing I was their mortal enemy or they were asking who's my mortal enemy. In real life, I shouldn't say. I do have a mortal enemy in real life. I think it's good sometimes to have a common enemy. That's not very Christian of me and some people won't agree, but I have a lot of nemesis, nemesize. I have a lot of nemesize, we'll say that. So uh, real life, I shouldn't say. It's very one-sided about everything because I'm I'm a coward and I don't tell people. But in general, 
my nemesis, my, my mortal enemy, the Property Brothers. And every time I talk about the Property Brothers, people want to know why I hate them so much or why they get under, uh, under my skin. There's no reason why. I just decided one day that I didn't like them and I was getting my nails done in a salon and I looked up and, you know, they always play HGTV. So it was the Property Brothers show. Don't even know what it's called, but it, they just seemed a bit abrasive. As I was trying to relax and get my nails done, I was like, ooh, like they just kind of got under my skin. And I decided that day, like everyone needs a nice, friendly arch nemesis. Mine are the Property Brothers. Two for one special. So that's that. Okay, someone asked the worst Thanksgiving side. Mm, if mm, If you know me, you know that I hate Thanksgiving. I think it's a stupid holiday history unsettles me, blah, 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 you know, I just, like, but not just that reason, to, in my house growing up, Thanksgiving and Christmas, we had the exact same food down to the sides, like, the exact same meal, except for Christmas, we had presents, so I just learned to despise Thanksgiving because it was Christmas minus presents, but when you ask me the worst Thanksgiving side, maybe none of them because I only eat the sides, actually, I take that back, beets, if you eat beets at Thanksgiving, you're not invited to my Thanksgiving because that is atrocious. Um, but yeah, I, I only eat sides at Thanksgiving. I'm team sides only. No protein. I don't want that. Okay. How do you feel when people order from the secret Starbucks menu? Here's the thing. I love coffee. I love tea. I'm not one of those people that's like a coffee snob and they're going to be like, oh, you drink Starbucks or you drink that gross stuff. What, like, in a pinch, Starbucks rocks. You know what I mean? Like, you, everyone in a pinch will drink Starbucks and you'll be grateful for Starbucks when you don't have coffee. So, I, but when people order from the secret menu at Starbucks and they make it really obvious that they're like a Starbucks insider, I'm like, what are you doing? Who are you trying to impress? Like, I'm, I'm not impressed that you're ordering some secret drink. I don't care. I bet it tastes like garbage, okay? So, that's, I don't like, I think it's pretentious when people order off the secret menu. I also think it's pretentious when my sister is like, oh my gosh, you have to try this Starbucks drink. And it's like 17 detailed things that she got from a friend or saw on TikTok. I'm like, no one in their right mind would walk up or drive up to a window and actually order all of that. And I, uh, I don't know. I, I've never been a barista, but I keep it, I keep it short and sweet and simple. I walk up, I ask for the same thing. The only addition I ever make is maybe a flavoring or honey, and that's it. Keep it simple. So that's that. Someone also just said postpartum depression. I don't know if they want my thoughts on that or if they're asking, like, do you think this is a hoax? No, I, like, postpartum depression is real, I'm sad to tell you that I've never had children or been in love, so I've never experienced postpartum depression, so I can't speak to the subject, but if you're asking me if I think it's real, yes, I didn't, I, I don't, I don't, uh, okay, I'm moving on, uh, oh, this is another coffee-related question, I didn't realize I wrote two down, oh, well. Coffee, what's your fave and what do you hate? I really don't hate any coffee. I do love a Breve, which sounds fancy, but it's really just two shots of espresso with half and half instead of milk, so a more delicious latte. Um, Love adding honey if you're local. I don't know if this is 
unanimous. My my best friend Lonnie told me that this might just be an Abling thing. I always order a Royal Brevet because it has honey in it. I really love tea too. Um, I love a coconut tea. I know that sounds gross, but it's kind of, it kind of slaps. And a vanilla chai tea always hits. Um, but always tea with milk and honey. I don't want to drink just straight tea. It always needs to have milk and honey in it. So that's that. The more you know. Okay. Maybe my favorite question of the night. I probably should have put this last, but I'm not going to change it now. What's your favorite condiment? I have too many. I, at every job I've ever had, I've had a sauce drawer where anytime someone brings the disgusting chicken that their mother made the night before and it has no flavor, no seasoning, I'm like, come on, come over to the condiment drawer. We have salt, we've got pepper, we've got paprika, we've got sauces from Chick-fil-A, from McDonald's, like you name it, it's in the sauce drawer. Um, My favorite condiment, I have way too many. I love ranch, which is suspect because I hate sour cream and I despise mayonnaise. Oh, I despise it, but I love ranch, so we're not going to break that one down. Um, Love a classic honey mustard. Also, like, plain salsa just slaps sometimes and, like, hot sauce. I put hot sauce on everything. Uh, If we're going to get specific, from Chick-fil-A, the sweet and spicy sriracha is the best sauce. Don't come at me. If you haven't tried it, do. Sometimes I like to mix it with the Polynesian sauce for a little zesty flavor combo and mcdonald's i love hot mustard from mcdonald's i think those are two like pretty unanimous or not unanimous but two of the two of the sauces that i have the most opinions on is the sweet and spicy sriracha from chick-fil-a and the hot mustard from mcdonald's because people don't seem to know about the hot mustard but i'm not kidding when i say i have put all of my friends on to the hot mustard the hot mustard move at mcdonald's so If you haven't tried it, you need to try it with some chicken nuggets. And don't act like you're too good for McDonald's because you're not. Uh, What else do I have an opinion on spice-wise or condiment-wise? Well, let's get into spices. If we're talking spices, Tony Sachery's or any Cajun seasoning, I put on everything. Um, I love tahini. I put tahini on everything. Crest red pepper and chili oil also on everything. So basically, I just like spicy stuff. I could go on, but I digress. That's all you need to know about me. Some if you're one of those people that doesn't like condiments, you would hate me in real life because I want to add it to everything. Uh someone else asked, we just have to move on from that one. I could talk about condiments all day. I didn't maybe I could do a whole podcast episode on condiments and ranking the best condiments. Yeah, we're adding that to the agenda. Okay. Someone asked, what do you think about a long gap between a wedding ceremony and a reception? Thank you so much for asking this question. I love that you would know that I would have a very distinct and stupid opinion on this. Here's the thing. The second you invite people to your wedding, it's not about you anymore. And I know that's a tough pill to swallow for brides and grooms. I've been in enough weddings, attended enough weddings that this is very true. And it's something a friend of mine, um, their mom told me that a long time ago. And it's just burned in my brain forever. So... I would like to say like, oh, it's their wedding day. I don't care. Here's the thing. Whenever, if you, especially if you have your reception in a place that's different from the ceremony, that's fine. But let the people either have like a cocktail hour that includes hors d'oeuvres or appetizers of some sort. Don't just do the cocktail hour without food because, and then don't do, here's the thing. The best weddings that you go to are when you show up to the reception and you're immediately allowed to get food, like through the buffet line, like the dinner. You're allowed to get dinner and you sit down while the bridal party does their pictures. They show up and eat. Then everyone's eating cake and dancing at the same time. No one really even notices that the bride and groom are gone because they're too busy 
eating their steak or chicken. You know what I mean? Um, I have lots of opinions on weddings and that's all that I'm going to say about that. The long gap, though, going back to the question, (laughs) the long gap between the wedding ceremony and the reception, like, I love a reception. I love being a degenerate on the dance floor, dancing with my friends, you know, like, I, I love a wedding reception. I'm one of those stupid people that loves it, but I think, I don't know if it's just because I'm getting older and now I'm, like, kind of not into it, but there have been a few weddings that I've really considered, like, just ditching after the ceremony and that's never been my nature so that that'll be interesting to figure out if it's um a phase or the new me but again going back to the question of how do I feel about a long gap between it I would say it's not preferable but if you are gonna have to have a long gap for whatever reason make sure that you're like letting people eat and drink and be merry you know what I mean okay moving on do noodles belong in chili Thank you once again for whoever asked this question, knowing that I would have a firm opinion on this. No, noodles do not belong in chili because once noodles go in chili, it becomes goulash. Okay, if you don't know what goulash is, then you were blessed as a child because my mom would throw any sort of protein noodles sauce together. And when I would ask what's for dinner or what was in the crock pot that looked horrifying, she would just say goulash. So count yourself blessed. Okay, moving on. What was it like growing up around a funeral home? So if you don't know, my my mom is a funeral director. They have a family business. My grandpa started this funeral home back in the day. So I've grown up around dead people my whole life, and I don't think it's weird. I actually just released a podcast episode with my mom a couple weeks ago that's called Funeral Talk 101 if you want to go back, if dead people interest you, or just the funeral world in general. You can go back and listen. Um, it's not weird to me. And I I say this a lot, but I acknowledge how weird it is that it's not weird to me to be around dead people just because I I was around it a lot. You know, it's it's like any other profession. You just become desensitized to it when it's what your parents do or your grandparents did and it's what you're around. So I don't necessarily get like freaked out by dead people or anything. I will say it's weird when I have to go talk to my mom about something at her office and she calls me back and I'm standing there with her while she's doing the hair and makeup on a lovely individual that is no longer with us. That's a little, that's a little freaky to me, but I do it anyways because I love my mom and, you know, got to meet her where she's at because she's such a hard worker and a busy woman. Um, But they've, they've wanted me to go into the funeral business with them for a long time or help them out and the answer is always no. I, I just couldn't do that. So, I mean, you see the good and the bad things to it, you know, like any job. So it's it's not weird to me. All right. What are your thoughts on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette? So I think it surprises people that I don't watch The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, um, mainly because I just get very annoyed with everyone who's on the seasons. I also just hate things that aren't real. I hate super produced fake things. So The Bachelor and Bachelorette is like, honestly the bane of my existence. I think the reason why people get confused by this or why people still message me my thoughts on the season as it's airing, um, I did do a video of doing a mock bachelor audition tape where I sent in like a realistic bachelor audition tape. I didn't send it in, I just posted it on the internet um, and it it had a lot of traction and a lot of people saw it. So I think when, when people followed me from that and like those random bachelor meme pages picked it up too. So I think people followed me from that or some people did and they expected that I would actually watch the show that I was making fun of but I don't. So there's that. So I don't, I don't really have thoughts because 
all of my brain power was exhausted the times that I did try to watch and engage with my friends. There was a random point in time, though, that I did enjoy it when I, like, first started watching, mainly because all my friends loved it so much and I wanted to love what they love and I wanted to honestly, like, hang out with my community and spend time with them while they watch The Bachelor. And then at some point, I was like, I just don't like this and it's okay that I don't like it. So, there you go. Uh, There were lots of questions about potatoes, potato-related questions. Again, feels very specific, feels very me, so I do feel honored. But I I compiled all of the potato-related questions into what's my favorite form of potato because I had people asking, like, my opinion on potato salad or to do a potato ranking of, like, the best forms of potatoes. That's too much. But potato salad is trash, if you're wondering. So my favorite form of potato would probably be a curly fry. Like a solid curly fry, because you just don't get them often. And whenever you do, you're like, this is it. And honestly, like, maybe a homestyle fry, too, is tied. But the kind that you get at the fair, like the local fair, not the state fair, where you watch them grab the potato and put it through the machine that cuts it up and they set it right in the oil can't beat that. If you're a West Texas local Aggie fries, which you hate the Aggies, but like Aggie fries at the West Texas Fair and Rodeo, the best, the best stand that you could go to. So anyways, all right. The last question that I'm going to do, rank your three favorite sports teams. Okay. I am going to do this. This is difficult. I'm going to do this not just based on the sport or the team, but on the atmosphere of the games and how I feel when I'm there or how invested I get at the games. Because overall, football is definitely my favorite sport. Hockey is a close second. But the way I'm going to break this down is I will say I'm going to do top three. Number three, Dallas Cowboys. Number two, Dallas Stars. If you've never been to a hockey game, you have to go. It's so electric. It's so much fun. And if you actually get into hockey, you will like enjoy it so much it's it's so it's such a fun sport it's amazing but my first my number one would have to be just all tech athletics you can't make me choose I'm not going to separate like football basketball whatever because it's completely subjective on the team how the team's doing I think basketball is going to be my favorite this year since our coach just ditched us for UT um anyways but it's it's all over the place but that's that's my final list three cowboys two dallas stars one all tech athletics honorable mention though FC Dallas I know these are all Texas specific but I live here so whatever if you've never been to a professional soccer game specifically an FC Dallas game you have to go and the the soccer club that was just added to Austin looks fire it looks so much fun every week but specifically FC Dallas that's the only game I've ever been to besides abroad at different places it was one of the most fun atmospheres I've ever been to in my life, but I've only been to one game. So FC Dallas is an honorable mention because it was so much fun. Yeah, baseball's so boring. Baseball's never going to be on my list. The only baseball team I watch is Tech because you, it's the worst of the sports and you know it. It just truly is. And Luca's made me care about the Mavs again, but not enough that I want to go to a Mavs game. Like, that's just where I'm at. So that's a very long answer that no one cared about, but I I really think that that's all that I have for you this week. Thank you so much for sending in questions. Thank you for coming back around. If this is your first introduction to me or if you've been listening for a while and you kind of missed the introduction period, 
this this is probably more than you ever wanted to know about my life but i just thought it'd be a good time to do it a little like season refresh after one year um and i'm really really excited to start my job tomorrow so that's all that i have i cannot wait to talk to you guys next week if you missed movie club or if you haven't joined in on movie club yet and you want to you can join anytime the only requirement is that you watch the movie so um we are watching cinderella this week but Mia Cabello Cinderella on Amazon Prime Video because my DMs were sincerely saturated with people asking me to review it or telling me their mixed reviews on the new Cinderella. I did try to watch it previously and I only made it eight minutes and then I saw a sequence where on my screen there were three mice and the captions below said rats humming rhythm rhythm nation uh, and I wanted to gouge my eyes out and die. So that's where I was at with the new Cinderella, but I am going to watch it all and give a review. So make sure that you do that. If you want to follow on socials, be a part of movie club, follow the podcast. It's on Instagram only at painfully self-aware podcast. My social is at Molly Lee 31 everywhere. I love you guys so much. Thanks for listening. Thanks for catching up with me, doing a little refresher into my life. And I'm so excited that you're here. So I love you guys and I can't wait to talk to you next week. See ya.